Good morning. It's March 11th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's topic is prejudice. Prejudice means you don't see the other human being anymore, but only your own concept of that human being. To reduce the aliveness of another human being to a concept is already a form of violence. Eckhart Tolle. When I hear the word prejudice, I think first of racism. Prejudice comes from the Latin, pre, plus judicium, judgment, to prejudge. Essentially, that means forming a conclusion about anything without first ascertaining the facts. That, quite frankly, is insane when you really think about it. What if we form conclusions on how to go to the moon without first finding out how far away it was, the details of its orbit and our rotation, the thickness of the atmosphere, the strength of gravity on Earth and on the moon, and any of a myriad of other facts, before we strap three men into couches on top of 10 million pounds of explosives? Would you buy a car for its appearance with no thought of the engine, the ergonomics, the reliability, the warranty, or even the price? Would you pick a mate for life from a picture? I mean, there are people that do that, but that doesn't make it wise. Similarly, racism is the act of coming to conclusions about an individual or an entire group of people based on no fact other than their skin color or their place of origin. We are a country still struggling out from under not only 450 years of slavery, but another 150 years of oppression through prejudicial laws, prejudicial enforcement, prejudicial structure of everything from housing to schooling to opportunities after the United States came into existence. And this is not just a black-white issue. Talk to a few Native Americans or Vietnamese or Cambodians or Indians or Latinos or LGBTQs or the obese or the unattractive or any group that doesn't look like they were the king and queen of their Iowa high school homecoming. But at least we are struggling in the best sense of the word. My children's generation is much, much closer to colorblindness than was my parents' generation. But appearance isn't the only area in which prejudice arises. How about politics? Whatever happened to the politics of President Ronald Reagan and Speaker Tip O'Neill? Mutual compromise was their approach to problem solving. Our political climate has become so polarized and nasty in America that most of the talk I hear is about personalities and not about issues which need effective solutions. In fact, political discourse today sounds more like an acrimonious divorce trial than a reasonable arbitration. Are my Christian acquaintances any better than the general populace when it comes to this rhetoric? Am I? Maybe. Some. But it often doesn't sound like it. We're quick to make statements about the opposing side's character and less likely to critique their approaches. Christ was pretty clear on this issue. He could care less who the pious Jewish hierarchy thought were dirty sinners. He saw them with the same loving eyes as his father, and he wanted to spend time with them. The scribes and Pharisees asked the disciples, How is it that he eats with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus overheard, he said, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Mark 2, 15-17 I guess I ought to be able to understand that metaphor as a doctor. Paul makes it clear that Christ didn't just hang out with sinners, 
but that he saw no difference in people based on their skin color, ethnicity, or religious background. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Galatians 3.28 Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Matthew 7, 1 through 2. Dear Heavenly Father, help us see our biases, especially those we are sure we don't have. Let us see people through your lens as their creator. Next time we denigrate someone's character, instead of listening to what they have to say, remind us of your words in Matthew 7, 1. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.